Hey everyone, welcome to High Noon Sunday's podcast. Maybe it's not Sunday, but we look at Sunday as a state of mind. So kick back, relax, indulge in your favorite cannabis treat, and join us for High Noon Sunday's podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to High Noon Sundays. Today I am sitting with the awesome scientist, Eleanor Kuntz of LeafWorks DNA. Eleanor, how are you? I'm great. It's so great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on High Noon Sundays because you are the first scientist that I've had. And I've been so excited getting to know your company, LeafWorks, because I'm a plant nerd and you just do so much cool stuff. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a geneticist by training and a plant nerd at heart. I I'm a trained herbalist, and I'm really most excited about our medicinal healing plants. And so cannabis is, of course, one of the superstars of that group. And yeah, plant nerds. That's probably the best way of describing myself. And LeafWorks is a collaboration of plant nerds. Yes, LeafWorks is a collaboration of plant nerds. There's a, a whole gaggle of us. Um, we started LeafWorks. It's a botanical identification company that focuses on understanding um, the plants that are moving through the supply chain. And so we really dive, um, we've been diving pretty deep into the, the cannabis space to understand how to best serve our farmers with DNA-based tests that give them information on the sex of their plants or if their seeds are truly feminized. We also give a lot of information on, on cultivar and help individuals and organizations that have work and working with plants register their cultivars. Very cool. Well, that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you about today because I'm sitting here looking at the Grow Your Own Trio and LeafWorks has certified them as feminized. Can you tell me a little bit about feminized before we get into what certifying feminized would mean? Absolutely. So cannabis is a really unique plant for many, many different reasons. But one of the things that's special about cannabis is we have male and female plants. And so there are very few plants, relatively speaking, that have this gender nature, this sex nature, where we have separate males and females. Because when we go out into the world and we look at our angiosperms or our flowering plants, in general, both the male and the female parts are held within the same flower. And so when we find plants where that's separated into two different groups, males and females, we have an opportunity to do a lot of really fun and interesting things in breeding them. And so if you only want to have female plants in your garden, one of the ways you can achieve this at the seed level is to take your female plants and force them to make pollen and pollinate your female plants with female pollen. And then when you do that, you get a feminized seed. So all of the seeds that are the product of that female plant receiving female pollen produce only female plants. And so if your seed is truly feminized, when you germinate them, you should have no worries about getting males in that population. It's amazing. It's just, I mean, the amount of science that we're able to do with cannabis now is just mind-blowing. I never thought as a far a second generation cannabis farmer that this if you had told me about this 10 years ago there's no way I would have even it just wouldn't have even caught up so 
So what you're saying is, is that there's a guarantee that these plants will sprout females. Yes. And so what we do is we, we take the seeds and we test those seeds and make sure that there aren't any males in them. And so when we have that seed population, we can sample and really check, are these seeds in fact feminized? And will all of these seeds end up being female in the end? It's really cool what you can do with plants. They're exceptionally malleable and amazing. That's why we love them. Yeah. And this is something that humans have been doing to plants in agriculture for centuries. And so it's just really neat to see this happening in the cannabis plant. Your certification says that this, these seeds that you buy will be certified female plants, which is amazing for the first time grower, which is incredible for, you know, it, it takes um, a ton of time out of wondering a time of money, a lot of money. There's just a lot of things that go into the benefits of buying a feminized seed and coming from a farmer. I just want to thank companies like LeafWorks and like the Humboldt Seed Company for going the distance to create something like this, that's going to save money. So why would you say that feminized seeds are important? Well, feminized seeds offer uh, an avenue to also homogenize the, the breeding stuff. So instead of having to always take your females and outcrop them to take a, a separate male and produce seeds that way, if you're taking the same plant and using it as the, both the receiver and the pollen donor, you can act to homogenize that plant as well. So you get a more consistent population of plants in the in the product of that cross. So that's one reason why we we are interested in feminized seeds, because it makes those plants that you're growing a little more similar to one another, or a lot more, depending on how far along you are in that breeding regime. And it's also a way where you don't have to worry about culling males. It's this can be either you're a first-time grower or a novice grower, and so you don't have the skill set to ID the males and females with confidence. It can be that you're a long-time grower, and you just want help powering through, and so you plant feminized seeds so that you know you're only getting females. Um, or you might have such a large area that you're planting your seeds on. If you're planting several acres, it's really really time-consuming and labor-intensive to go through those fields and check to make sure that all those plants are female. So if you're just planting feminized seed, you know that you can mitigate that um, step of having to remove your male. This is a massive advancement for cannabis in, in this industry. I mean, this is huge. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that someone's crop was destroyed due to not seeing a male, you know, people are doing large crops and, and I mean, it could be detrimental for a farmer. So I think this is amazing, you know, from the large crop farmer to the indoor farmer, you know, how much space do you have? Well, how much time and space and resources do you have to put towards male plants that you will eventually be taking out? And so you can just skip that process by doing feminized. That's really incredible. Um, yeah, I, I'm really, really, really impressed. And I'm so excited to play with these seeds. So thank you so much for, um, you know, 
moving forward with certifying something so important. And I just am really, I'm thrilled to grow these and, uh, you know, I, everyone popped and I'm pretty sure that no one's a male yet. So I guess we'll see. However, if you are not growing from the sister grow your own trio seed pack, then you are possibly going to be popping males. If your seeds are regular seeds, they potentially, you know, it's a 50, 50 chance, um, that you might have a male. And so is there an option for those people who are growing from regular seeds to ensure their crop if they're not doing feminized? Absolutely. So it's a very similar question, you know, are there males here? And so with the feminized, we're really verifying that they are in fact feminized and they are female. But when you have regular seeds, we do the, we can do the same thing. So we look at those plants when they're really tiny. So as soon as you can take a small piece of leaf from the plant um, without killing it, you can test to see if it's a male or female plant. And from that information, you can then get rid of those males at basically between seven to 10 days after germination, the plants are big enough to take that sample. And then at that time, you can call those males right away. You don't have to either wait the month or two or three, depending on the plants you have to see gender express or see sex express. Instead, you can just test for the Y chromosome. And so that's what we do. And we use these little kits. I have one here. Um, it's a gender ID kit or a sex test. And so in this kit, we have all of the materials you need. And you use this trusty little card. And once the plants are old enough, you just smash a little bit of the leaf onto this card. Um, each of these quadrants has a numerical code on it that is um, comes with the corresponding stake. That stake is a plant from which the material that goes on the square comes from. And then you send this back to us, and we can give you results um, within a week saying if your plants are boys or girls. And then you can save yourself some time and some space which is really important, especially if you are growing indoors and you have limited space. You don't want to take up that space with males and media and water and all of those other resources of both time and money to get those males to the point where you can identify them just to get rid of them. Wow. Wow. So I also have a gender ID test here. I'm really, really excited to do this because... I have a limited space in what I can grow this year. And I want to know, I am growing from some, you know, old uh, hand-me-down seeds that my dad left me and you just never know what you're going to get. And so thank you for sending me this gender ID test because then that saves me, you know, time and effort and money. And so I just really applaud you and your company for what you're doing because both of these items are of massive help to the farmer. This is a massive advancement for the farmer. Well, that's the idea, to generate tests that help the farmer do their work better. That's one of the core missions is to offer things that really perpetuate the productivity of the farm itself and to offer tools that the farmer can use to expedite their growth, to lower costs, and to alleviate some of their pain points along the way. Wow. It's awesome. Science. 
You, you know, that's just one of the most exciting things for me being in this is that I grew up not talking about this. We couldn't talk about it. We couldn't share any of this. And now here we are, just all these crazy, cool advancements starting to happen. And I just, I love it. So once more, everyone, just to clarify what we're talking about, because Eleanor's brain is amazing and we could just dig in there for hours on this topic. And I just want to make sure that everyone's following because it's a lot. The trio seed pack that the Humboldt Sea Company and the Grow Sisters collaborated on this year, the Humboldt Sea Company, Nat Pennington, the breeder, went the distance to create cannabis seeds that are feminized, which that means that these seeds are have a 90% chance of being female. And I hear that he threw that 10% in there just to kind of give some room, but it's most likely a 90 or a 99%, 100%. I popped seeds. I will re report back. I have popped his seeds in the past that were feminized and they all came out feminized. And so I'm just excited that we now can offer that to the home grower. And on top of the breeder doing that, we then have the science backing in the seal. And I can't stress to my listeners who also are cultivators enough how important it is that you are purchasing seeds that are certified if they are claiming to be feminized. So please research that certification. Very cool. Awesome work uh, that LeafWorks is doing behind that. And then if you are not growing from from feminized seeds and you are growing with regular seeds, LeafWork has your back <laughs> a second time around. So you are able to get the genetic ID test from them. And the process is really simple. I will be doing ones, a walkthrough, uh, a how-to tutorial on it. And it's really easy. And you you have made it really easy for people. And I'm really excited to, to move forward with that and talk more about that and, and explore more on that because I feel that these two tools are something that people don't really know are out there. All right, everybody. So welcome back to High Noon Sundays. Again, I am on with Eleanor Kuntz of LeafWorks DNA. And LeafWorks is an incredible company doing really great things for the farmers. And so we just spoke about the certification and feminized seeds. And we also were talking about the gender ID test and why LeafWorks moved forward with this. These things are really saving farmers a ton of money right now. And it's just really admirable that your company is doing this. Can you tell me a little bit more about LeafWorks and what you're adventuring into for the future? Yeah, LeafWorks is really looking forward to seeing how we can help farmers streamline their process and offer tests that can help mitigate some of their pain points. So whether it's knowing the sex of their plants or being absolutely 100% sure they're buying feminized seed when they're purchasing seed at that top dollar that they're getting what they think they're getting. And then moving into um, helping farmers really hone down on the genetics that they're using and certified cultivars that are special and unique to them and verify that they have those plants that they they think they have and to, to communicate that information to the world. We do a lot of um, work with the breeder themselves to really look at the history of those plants and then once they have 
plants that they're really naming and they're really propagating and keeping to a certain type and really honing in on, you know, what is this plant that we're calling the certain name. We help them make that definition um, of the genetic profile of that plant. And then also a plant, we work with the herbarium, candor herbarium, to do plant pressings of those plants to make definitions. So this is what we do with all plants and all new agricultural cultivars that we generate. We make these definitions. And these definitions are both pressed plants and then also the, you know, the physical, chemical, growth habit attributes of those plants to define them and then really codify what a name is and what the, the boundaries are around that name. And this is typical science. Like this is something that scientists have been doing for forever. And due to the um, prohibition of cannabis, we were not able to do that. Wow. Exactly. So this happens sort of at the species level when we go into a new environment or we're visiting an environment we've been in before we find a new plant or a new insect or any kind of new organism. We make it a species definition, and the species definition inherently with a plant involves doing plant pressing. We have a tangible, physical documentation of what that new species is. And if you go into the agricultural setting, if you're breeding apples or roses or tulips or any of our plants that we love, whether they be edibles or ornamentals, when you breed to a point where you have something that's different and unique, you make a definition around it so that we know what those boundaries of that new entity are, that new cultivar. Whoa, that is so cool. And so are they doing this with fungus? <laughs> yeah, fungus is hard. It's one of the harder groups. <laughs> they're, they're pretty plastic. Um, yeah, we do this with all of them. Wow, that is so cool. And so you said that was the Candor Herbarium? Yep, Candor Herbarium is the location where those um, plant pressings are held. So that's a, a project that we engage with. Wow, that is so neat. And so I know that, you know, a, there was like a lot of, when cannabis first became legalized, I remember there was a lot of companies that hit me up and, you know, they were like, oh, we know you're a second generation cannabis farmer. Do you have seeds? You know, we would be interested in genetically, you know, listing those or something. And I was just like, eh, I don't know. And so I kind of looked into it and I, I saw the, the press, the plant pressing. I believe that it was Sarah from dirty business actually brought me to an event where they were doing some press, you know, plant pressing. And I was just like, this is amazing because this is biology. This is science. This is actually how this should be being done, you know, versus I, I it just kind of the whole, you know, send me your genetic and we'll keep it in our file thing. It was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But coming from a scientific hands-on plant person, I was really turned on to the idea of an, of an herbarium, you know, the, the library of, of what, you know. And so I just really like that, that you're doing that. Yeah, it's, it's important because it's a tangible thing. It's a physical, tangible reference. And it's, of course, always great to layer on top of that chemical information, growth information. Those are all really important. Genetics can be important. But the genetics themselves in isolation um, are kind of meaningless. You know, anyone can go to their local dispensary and buy a pre-roll or buy some flour and send them in to get a genetic profile. It, it doesn't associate that individual with ownership of the plant 
or history with that plant in any way. And so the nice thing about working with breeders that have those plants and making a physical pressing and then layering on all those additional pieces of information is that you have the full packet. You have the full history and you have the full, like, little unit of information that you need to really make a definition of what those plants are. It's so neat. I just, I can't, I'm... You know, what a, what an interesting thing that we get to now explore into cannabis and, and hemp. So Eleanor, can you tell the viewers a little bit more on Appalachians and um, specifically how it's connected to LeafWorks cultivar registration? Absolutely. Appalachians are something that are very near to our heart at LeafWorks. We have multiple um, individuals within the organization that do a lot of volunteering um, through CDFA and on working council and through Candor Herbarium working on this, this project. It's exceptionally important because it adds value to the products that our farmers have been cultivating and curating for generations, really, and it really adds that historical litmus to the products as well. And so the Evolution Project specifically loops into what the work we do with cultivar registration because one of the most fundamental aspects of epilatory systems is the causal link of quality between the plant or the cultivar, the specific plant and cultivars, and the place in which they're grown. And so we really have to have a handle on our cultivars in order to walk through the Evolution system as a whole. And so what LeafWorks and Candor are doing in collaboration with Origins Council are looking at those plants and those cultivars that are grown in specific areas and really starting to create the, the docket or the say of information around those plants that explain why they do so well in that area and why growing these specific cultivars in these specific areas like Humboldt or the Emerald Triangle in general or within specific communities within Humboldt, why growing something in Salmon Creek or in the Bitoll really gives it its unique quality. And so the cultivar registration helps those, those organizations. And so if you're applying for Appalachians, the first thing you really need to do or name those cultivars which you're going to include or exclude, or exclude from your application. And so cultivar registration is one of the fundamental ways we can do this and making those cultivar definitions and then working those definitions through that system so that we can show growing them in that specific area has an added value or makes for a better product. Wow. So this whole time that all of the farmers have been like, Northern Humboldt grows the best and has the best terpenes and Southern Humboldt's like Southern Humboldt has the best terpenes. This is actually something we're going to be able to, to, to know, <laughs> to research and what genetic grows better where and, you know, in the soil versus I just, I love the Appalachians. I thank you so much for putting, you know, volunteered time towards this project because I believe that it's something so, so, so important. And from my social side, I want to just also include that the Appalachians also includes the community that is there. And that is so amazing. It's not only 
you know, really breaking down scientifically where and what and the temperature and the location and the type of plant and the water quality, all of these things that are so important, but it's also considering the, 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 the culture, the people and how they're affecting that plant. And this is all so incredible. And just, if you are interested more, please, everyone go follow LeafWorks DNA, you ladies and scientists, you, you, the, the group, the whole of you is doing just incredible things. And you never stop, Eleanor. I think every time I've turned around, I've seen you giving a speech somewhere or talking about this. And you're just really making waves in the cannabis industry right now. And I just, every time I see you, just know I'm giving a little like, yay, from from my little end of the world, you know, and it's just really incredible. And as the movement, the cannabis movement becomes an industry, we are going to drastically need people such as LeafWorks, you know, plant lovers, people who are actually there for the science that want to do the good science, that want to do actual science, that want to do more than just register your plant. And then, okay, you got this, you're done. It's actually, we're going to register your plant. We're going to tell you everything. We're going to do this. And then we're going to walk you through it so that you really understand, you know, what, what's going on with that. And you're proving that in the herbarium. So well done. Yeah, well, there's so much work to do, and there's so much work that has been done. And so I think that's also really important, and that's one of the the things that's exceptionally important to us at LeafWorks is, is really honoring all the work that has already gone into the differentiation of those plants. There's a lot of breeding history. There's a lot of deep knowledge, um, not only about which plants grow best where, um, which can really feed into the evolutions themselves, but... Just the, the fact that this annual plant has been bred um, generation after generation and really been tended to and really has, uh, Prohibition has done one good thing, and that's to explode the, the diversity of cannabis that we see across the landscape. And especially in the Emerald Triangle, you see a lot of specialization of those plants to those very unique different bio regions and little um, climates that you see you know, this valley has a certain temperature and soil and, you know, all of those different characteristics of those little pockets and those little attending those plants have really exploded the diversity of cannabis. And so understanding that history, and that's not only a plant history, but a human history, then the connections between those humans and the plants is what's exceptionally important to us. And it's why Appalachians are so exciting to us because it is that intersection of biology and, and culture and agricultural um, community life that come in together to make that and product. So it's really, really fun and interesting process to be involved with. It's, it is, it very much so is. It's history, you know, and I just, I, my heart sings that it goes back to the culture because what an interesting thing that you bring up. It didn't even occur to me that due to prohibition, we didn't share our genetics and it did create a lot of, of different things and spinoffs and what's what. And, you know, I, growing up here, it was funny because one person would have a certain genetic and you'd hear around town that they have that genetic. And then you'd be like, Hey, can I get the genetic? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> like, so, you know, one part of Humboldt would have all the fire OG and Southern wooden or something, you know? And so it's just really interesting to watch how that evolved. And I just love that 
that this is something we're talking about. And I also love that you and your leaf works, you, you definitely have brothers, but you're a bunch of sisters in there. You're a bunch of women. And I just, I love it. Women scientists. And so just really quickly, give me a little bit of the background on your other volunteer project, which is in STEM. Yeah, we do um, quite a lot of work um, just elevating female scientists and realizing that the more perspectives we have in the room, the deeper our knowledge is. And so, you know, women in STEM and really looking at all of the ways in which um, having multiple voices, and that's not only just multiple genders, but also multiple cultural perspectives is exceptionally important to really having deep knowledge. Because the more varied your perspective is, you're just going to see problems differently, and you're going to, as a collective, be much more attuned to solving those problems. And so we really like to dive in and do as much work in that arena as well as we possibly can. Well, that's, thank you. Thank you for being the big sister leading that because in in all industries, women can definitely use a, a boot up, you know, a little help um, up. And so it's just really nice to hear that you are, you know, giving time and effort towards groups that are helping women scientists or, or find their way after they become scientists. And so Cheers to LeafWorks. That's a, a very noble um, thing that you ladies are doing and to give your time to an Appalachians project. And I know that you speak on lots of panels and you're putting so much information out there and it's just really needed right now. And um, again, everyone, if you are not growing feminized, certified feminized seeds, which you can get in the Grow Your Own package, you're not growing these, you are going to want to get a gender ID test for your regular seeds. It will save you time, effort, and money. All right, stay tuned for more from LeafWorks. We will definitely be hearing more from these incredible scientists. And thank you so much, Eleanor. Thank you so much, LeafWorks. We appreciate you, ladies. Thank you all for joining us on High Noon Sundays. If you are interested in a gender ID test or registering a cultivar or certifying your feminized seeds, definitely check out leafworks.com. As always, links below. And please subscribe to our channel so that we can continue to grow along with you. Thanks, everyone.